Hey y'all, welcome to Chatting with Coach Amy, an encouraging podcast for your journey. There we go. Hey y'all, welcome back to Chatting with Coach Amy. Today, we finally have Casey, queen of the quinoa cherry bowl. <laughs> there are so many women that make that. Casey, I don't even think you know. They're like, I made oh. that. What's her name? I'm like, Casey, it's Casey's quinoa cherry bowl. <laughs> oh, and it was so, it was, I don't even know how I came up with that. I think I just found these delicious frozen cherries from Costco that are already pitted and they were reasonable price so I thought what a perfect tea and I needed to get the quinoa in because you were raving about it yeah the most anti-inflammatory food amen it is and do you know what I completely forget to talk about during my reducing inflammation zoom class quinoa (laughs) (laughs) I need to redo who would think that that would be an anti-inflammatory food I I it is it is and it's it delicious. Is. Makes it me is. feel good. It does. Well, we just jumped right into it. That's okay. We sure did. Can you please introduce yourself? Yes. So my I'm Casey. Um, <laughs> I'm a mom of two, and I live in North Dakota. Um, I grew up in Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin. I moved to North Dakota um, after graduating nursing school. And I, I said I would only be there for a year. And then I met my husband and he's from there. So we've been there ever since, except for a short stint. We moved to Florida for a year and, and back. Wow. Um, How random. Yep. Random. Very random. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but happy to be, I mean, I think we're, we're probably more North Dakota people than Florida people. I love Florida. But we went through a hurricane there, Hurricane Michael, and we're we're happy to be in the Midwest after surviving the hurricane. And and where are you at this very moment? At this very moment, we're we're vacationing in Florida, actually, um, in Destin. <laughs> I love <laughs> so it. I guess you really can't take too much Florida out of me. I still love to come here. Absolutely. Okay, so we're gonna have to coordinate our vacations next year so we can yes. come at the same time. Okay, you understand? I, I think that's a great idea. Oh my gosh, I think we'd cry our eyeballs out for three I hours. Think <laughs> I think we would. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so Casey, how long have you been a one-on-one client? I have been a one-on-one since May, May okay. of 2022, yeah. May first or whatever that, whenever we started that. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. It feels like I've known you so much longer. Um, some clients I get that with, and that's just anybody. You just, you mm-hmm. just really mesh. And I, I love all my people, but there's yeah, some absolutely. I just kind of, I don't know. You're just more attached to, I guess. Yep. That's okay. I don't want to hurt yep. my feelings. <laughs> but it's, it's just the way it is. Just the way it is. So um, can you tell us a little bit about your story? Yes. Um like my THM story or my um what story? I have lots of stories. You do. Okay, well, how old are you? I am 36. Okay. How long have you and your man been married? We have been married 10 years this year. Okay, and you're a nurse. I'm a nurse. Yep. And you live in North Dakota. North Dakota. <laughs> yes. Yes. A lot of people have asked me, yes, about my accent lately, too. <laughs> Oh, but they have. <laughs> they have, yeah, especially down here. 
where are you from? <laughs> yeah. So I love it. It kind of made me tear up when you said you had two children. Why don't you tell us that part of your story? Yes. So I have um, our firstborn is um, our son, William, and he um, would be six years old. He um, died at birth. Um, I, you know, to back it up, we, it struggled so much to get pregnant and, um, we finally got pregnant. And actually, I don't know if I told you this portion, but we were pregnant with twins initially. Wow. And I, um, ended up miscarrying, um, one of the twins at 10 weeks. Um, and so I just, you know, that, that in itself is hard to go through. Sure. Um, but you, I was holding on to that. I, you know, I was had another baby to still continue on the pregnancy with. Um, and so when I was just, I was probably 37 and a half weeks pregnant. I just felt like something wasn't right. And mm. I worked at the hospital um, that I would give birth at. And so I, I just said, I had to work that morning. I said, I'm going in early for work. I'm just going to go up to labor and delivery and get checked out. And um, just, you know, you just have that, that I had a sixth sense that something sure. needed to be checked out. Um, so I went up to labor and delivery. They got me on the monitor, the heartbeat rate the heartbeat looked fine. Everything looked fine. And you know, me being who I am, I was like, okay, well, if everything looks fine, I got to go. Cause I'm going to be late for work. <laughs> like it can't be late. And, um, so then all of a sudden they said, no, we have to keep you for 30 minutes. That's policy. So I was laying there for 30 minutes. Um, and all of a sudden the nurses were just, just acting a little different, um, a little more fluttering going around on around me. And, they said, we're going to do a quick ultrasound. And I said, okay. And, um, they brought the ultrasound machine in and, and they said, okay, um, you're going in for an emergency C-section now. Um, baby's heartbeat is only, it was at like 20 or 30 beats a minute, I oh, think yeah. at that oh. point. And so I, and I was alone. My husband went to work. We didn't think really anything, sure. you know, I, I just wanted to get checked out. I didn't think anything was this urgent. Right. And, um, so I just said, call my husband and, and, um, call my work to make sure they know I'm not going to be there. And, and, you know, this is so surreal as you're going back in for an emergency C-section, you don't, I mean, time is like standing still, but yep. at the same time, so many things are going on around you. Um, well, long story short, um, my uterus ended up rupturing um, which is extremely rare for first time moms. Um, and I've never had a surgery on my, on my uterus before. So that's another rare thing. They said that only happens in like 0.001% of the population or something. Yeah. Um, and, and, and William, our son ended up not making it, um, which, you know, that's just, kind of spins her life out of control right there yeah. especially I mean it's never easy to lose anybody but then to lose your child on on top of it, it just you know it just guts you for a long time and um 
Did they remove your uterus? They didn't. No, they, um, they ended up, the doctor said she's, she did some double stitch on it. And she said, mm -hmm. it's so just in case we were able to go on to have more children, she said, maybe they would let you try again, if so. And, um, and, um, we went after that because there was no reason for my uterus to rupture. We went on to get um, some extra second opinions. At, um, we went to like the Mayo Clinic, which is a bigger organization up kind of around us yeah. and um, had a bunch of genetic testing done just to find a root cause of it. And they, there is no root cause wow. for me anyways um, that they could find. And um, so every doctor we've talked to, they just said, for our situation, since they couldn't find a root cause, since my rupture was in the thickest part of my uterus, they just recommended that it would be very, um, it, it could be life-threatening if I would were to carry a baby again. Because if I wasn't at the hospital, laying on the hospital bed, they said, who knows what could have happened? Right. I mean, based on um, like blood, like they drew blood, from um, Will's um, cord to see yeah. like his blood gases. And um, based on that, they said it, it was like within minutes that my uterus had ruptured. Wow. And so after talking to my husband, we just didn't want to, well, I, you know, you go back and forth because you, I mean, you have a mama heart, you, yeah. you know, you want to carry your child and, and please do you want to try but then my husband he's on the other hand looking at it saying listen well I could lose you and another child if right. we carry again right. so um so that brings in our miracle um mm -hmm. one of my one of my really good friends sat me down one day and she said I know. Um, she sat me down one day and said, I have just really been feeling um, called to ask you if this would be um, something you'd be interested in. I, I really want to be your surrogate. Um, I would, I want to carry a child for you and your husband. And, and honestly, when she sat me down and asked me this, it was, I mean, this is after maybe four or five months have passed since, since Will had died. And then, um, you know, we went through all this, the testing and medical stuff and you're just knee deep in grief and you can't see clearly. And, um, and she sat me down and, and when she asked me that I was, I was half hopeful and then half still trying to process that I couldn't carry my own child. Sure. And I just brought it home to my husband and, and we sat on it a long time and prayed on it. And, and, you know, there were a lot of different things that we went through and thought about were, um, you know, this unconventional way of, of bringing a child into the world. Mm. And 
how that would look in our, in our family. And, um, we decided to go for it. And, um, now we, Emerson is our four-year-old. <laughs> and and she's, she's so sweet. So sweet. <laughs> she is the light of our lives yeah. and she has enough energy for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> when people say to me oh it you you just have one it's so that must be a breeze I know it's seven it's seven kids you know, <laughs> I think I yes she is one child but she is seven children wrapped into one with her energy <laughs> which I think that was a little a little wink from God saying okay you have one but we're going to give you an energetic one keep you yeah. on your toes a little bit oh I love it yes yeah, so that is my long story on um how many children I have but we <laughs> sure try to honor Will in every way I mean we sometimes you know we when people ask how many children I I typically say two sometimes if I'm not in the mood I say one sometimes right. I go into the whole story it's just yeah sure think that's a a way when you lose a child you kind of just have to do yeah. what feels right to you in the moment that's right I agree mm -hmm. I think that's great mm -hmm. I'll tell you like it took me days processing your story after you told me because it was just like a random well let me tell you this part you know, <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> and I was like oh my it's like a lifetime movie kind of you know it is and I could, I was telling Wes about it the other day. I couldn't remember if it was your sister or your friend. It was your friend, but mm -hmm. um, yes, mercy. That's just incredible. Yes. So does she have, if you don't mind me asking, does no. she have a relationship with Emerson? Is it, are y'all still really close? Yeah, we're close and um, we don't see her as much as I wish we could just with life and being so busy and then yeah. COVID got thrown in there. And, um, but she is the sweetest person every year. You know, she still sends Emerson an ornament for the Christmas oh, tree yeah. and she, every birthday. And, um, you know, we, we still get to see her, which is really awesome. That's She's sweet. just, so how my, old is Emerson? <clears throat> Emerson is four. She'll be five in November. Oh, okay. And, um, she was born on November 25th and Will was born on February 25th. So the 20, you know, I feel like, you get signs, I yeah. think, from people. And yeah. 25th was, is just a day. And that always reminds us of Will. So it was his sweet little wink. That was sweet. <laughs> and Emerson's story. Yeah. So. I have a 25th baby. My little daughter, Lily, she was born on the 25th. Yeah. That's a good day. Yeah. And that's our dating anniversary, April 25th. It mm -hmm. is. It is. It is. I love that. That's precious. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's yeah. very special. And, um, I know that's going to touch a lot of ladies. I will put a little disclaimer. Yes. yes. I don't want anyone to get upset. Cause I know that can not be a good thing for some if they're right. not ready for it. Yeah, absolutely. A little trigger warning. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. let's go into trim healthy mama and how that tied in to what you experienced with, mm -hmm. with all of that. Yes. So when I was, I was so sick when I was pregnant. I don't think I, I ate a single trim healthy. I kept wanting to be on plan and then I would look at everything and just throw up. No. <laughs> um, so I started trim healthy mama in 
dabbling in it, I think in 2014, okay. um, I heard a coworker talking about it and I just remember her saying, she's like, the weight's just falling off of me. And I was like, I just need to know what this, what, what goodness is she on? For real. You know, and I feel like growing up, I've tried everything from Weight Watchers. I mean, every single diet that you could have tried, I feel like I've tried it and it's just getting old. And I remember after doing Weight Watchers for a while, I'm feeling like I was starving. I just vowed to myself. I, I was like, I am never, because I can't remember how much you had to pay for that, but I was like, I can't pay. I'm not going to pay for any Weight Watchers subscription or any, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing ever again. Like granted, I mean, coaching, but that's different, yeah. I think. Um, but then I heard about this THM, Trim Healthy Mama, and I don't know that it was coined THM at the time, but, um, and so I bought the big book and I read through it and I was like, Where's and it made sense. It just like clicked. I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. So I started yeah. dabbling in it. And, um, <laughs> and then when I did get pregnant, then all bets were off. I just, I just went off of it. Um, and I think after being pregnant and then going through the, the grief cycle, and then, um, I started back on it when Katie, my, our surrogate was pregnant with Emerson. And, um, I think that was kind of a way I was to control something in my life. Sure. Um, so much stuff felt out of control. Yeah. And so, um, that was something I could control was what I was putting in my body. And Damn. so, yep, exactly. And so I, I kind of, I got back on it and I remember feeling really great. And then, um, I, I'm just the type of, I, if I can't do something perfect, and I know we've talked about this before, yes, we have, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm, I'm getting better at, you um, are, you are, but I think I must, I fell off somewhere along the track after Emerson was born. And um, then we moved to Florida and things, life just got crazy. And I just, I just fell off the off track after that. And I would get back on randomly, like random months, I would try stuff and, and I'd do good for a month. And then, and then I'd eat off plan. And then I'd think, Oh, well, mm. I just ate off plan. I might as well, <laughs> might as well eat off plan for the next meal too. And then it's, it just became this cycle until, yeah. until it wasn't easy to lose weight anymore. You know, like if you get on plan for a month, I feel like I, I, I could drop five pounds or whatever and I feel good. And then, and then I'd be, and then I coast a little bit and then yeah, and one mistake. Yeah. One mistake would lead to another bad mistake and lead and lead. And it's just an avalanche of, it's just insanity. an avalanche. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and then that brought me to, well, when I started coaching with you, I think this whole past winter, January, 2022, um, I started doing this exercising and I would exercise for like an hour a day and nothing was happening. I wasn't eating THM. Really? I was eating, I was eating everything else, but I thought I was being healthy because I was exercising for an hour and I just was swollen and the weight was 
still coming on and and I couldn't figure it out and so finally I I saw you on on um one of the forums on Facebook and I thought I'm going to look up her one-on-one coaching and I remember signing up for your one-on-one coaching and um I think it was there was a wait list and I thought okay well that's okay um I think but what at the time I signed up, it said, don't expect to get one, a one-on-one spot till September. I'm like, okay, well I can wait that long. I got the whole summer. <laughs> so surprise. Then, surprise. <laughs> then you popped in my life in May. And I really, I don't know that I've committed to THM this long doing this well for probably my whole life. Yeah. And you're just. So, getting it girl this getting it I'm trying so to um break through the perfectionistic way of my life where if I go off plan that's okay it's okay it happens and I'll just get back jump on. back on next yes fueling yeah next fuel yeah and I think the um tracking helps me a lot like taking I use the eight app that yeah. you utilize yeah. Just seeing what I'm taking a picture of yeah. helps me pause and think yeah. about it a little bit. That's awesome. I love it. What yeah. do you think? Um, the So I know the tracking is really important to you. What else have you found that you changed maybe dramatically that has helped the most? Um, I think, oh, for sure, I have added in the healthy carbs in my lifestyle and decreasing the exercise. That was hilarious, y'all. I wish I had video of that. Our first, I think it was our first um, Zoom call, our one-on-one session or whatever. She was like, I'm doing this, 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 and I had this, 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 and I went, stop exercising every day. (laughs) You're hurting yourself. And you were like, what? Didn't you go run? What's your husband's name? I forget his name. Billy. Bill. Yeah. yeah. But you, I think you went and told him, tell, tell the story. You'll do it better than me. <laughs> I don't have to, I don't have to exercise every day. I, can, I don't have to exercise for an hour. It's like, she said, I could only do two to three days a week. <laughs> I was so excited. It was so sweet. And it's worked. It's worked. It's worked. You were, you were overtaxing your adrenals. Oh, I was, my hormones were so out of whack and my adrenals were so sluggish. I think it's helped immensely to, to decrease the exercise and increase the healthy carbs in my life. I mean, I don't know that I had that many, many carbs. I <laughs> probably in months, probably in yeah years healthy your body is loving it loving it loving it oh my goodness it just it it feels so great carbs and veggies I think the really adding in the fresh veggies and um doing that trying to do that with most every meal has been a game changer for me um and um another thing that's been that my body I think feels great on is having that. I usually try to do an email in the morning, mm-hmm. an S meal, like for lunch ish. And then an SP 
and then an S or an E at dinner is kind of what I try to do. I think in the beginning when I was working with you, I was doing, because I wake up so early, I was ended up being at five meals a day. Mm-hmm. And it was just because of my timing, I tried to do, I tried to do right on the three hour mark, but kind of spreading it out to maybe the three and a half hour mark to four-ish maybe. And then getting in four good meals a day has really helped me. Yeah, One of them being much- yeah, that's pretty much what I do. And I actually told a client yesterday, I was like, look, she, she, I think she was really trying to mimic what I do, which is great. And you do, mm-hmm. we, we are a lot alike. Yeah. Uh, apparently. Cause what you're doing a lot, what I do. And mm-hmm. I deal with a lot of clients that do that and see a lot of success, but then there are some, they are not like me. Number one, they hate fresh vegetables. They're going right. to be just things hidden or cooked, <laughs> you know? And I told her, I said, look, I said, I'm not trying to make a bunch of little Amy. She goes, I'd love to be a little Amy, <laughs> so funny. but she did understand what I was saying that she didn't have to do it exactly like, like I do, but I'm glad it works yes. for you. I am glad yeah. it works for you for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. So, um, talk, talk to us about your progress, um, scale and non-scale, if you don't mind. Sure. Well, scale, I haven't weighed this week because we're on vacation. So I didn't pack my scale with me because my husband would have. Please no, no. Rolled his his eyes. I would have (laughs) too. Figured that was a no-no. Yes. Um, So scale, so far to date, I've lost 19.8 pounds. I'm so close to the 20 mark. I I know. But I swear my scale has a vendetta against me because at every big loss, like when I was getting out of the 160s, it just sat at 160 for a, for a while. She was like, hey, mate. I was like, I'm sorry. Just keep going. Just keep going. And it worked. It worked. It worked. And then to the 150s, it just was hanging there. Now, so now I'm just about to to 20 pounds loss, but I'm at 19.8 pounds loss and my inches can't even count my inches. Um, I don't have an actual total of my inches that I can recall, but my, around my midsection, I have noticed I've lost a lot. I think that's like six or seven inches around my stomach alone, which has been incredible just for how I feel. And I mean, how much yeah. And you, reducing your inches around your waist midsection area when you do that it increases your lifespan so much like it's amazing and it reduces your risk for all the things and so I'm just so excited for your future because you have just really you've just really empowered yourself to live that abundant life that the Lord wants us to lead Mm -hmm. you're fueling your body the way he wanted you to it just all makes sense right Right. It makes so much sense. That's so incredible to think about. Um, Just merely taking some inches off your waist increases your lifespan. I mean, who knew? Yeah, it's incredible. And it makes you feel great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It seems like you have a lot more energy than when we first started talking. Yes, a lot more energy. I don't feel like I have that. I was just, I would be so tired. So I'm a nurse. My, my hours are a little, are a little wonky. I, I usually work, I'm a part-time, I work part-time. So I worked, um, 10 at the time when we were starting, I was working 10 to four 30 and I wouldn't eat sometimes the whole 
my whole shift. I know it's an only a part-time shift, but I would just be like, oh, 10 to 4.30, I can just take, a, you know, I don't have to eat. Um, but really that was, that was not doing my body great. Mm-hmm. I would come home and I would be starving and then I'd bad choices. feel like I was gorging myself. Yeah. On bad choices. And then you get that slump in the afternoon where you just feel icky. Um, but I feel like with the eating every three to four hours, you really sustain your energy level. And then you feel like you're able to do things throughout the day. I have so much more energy than I did when I wouldn't eat during the day and then just eat a bunch of garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Food. I love that. I love that. Um, so talk about clothing size. What size clothes were you in when we began? So when we began, I was probably a tight, I was a tight 12 pants. Um, probably a tight 12, <laughs> probably, I mean, I probably would have been the 14 just great, but I just yeah. couldn't do it no. because so many people say that. Yeah. Yeah. You get into, you get into the number game in your head. And now, um, I, I mean, I have, well, one pair of shorts, they're size eight. Um, I bought them. Oh gosh, probably six years ago. And they're probably not even in style anymore, but they were one of my picture. I took a picture of them with them on. I could hardly get them over my, my hips. And, um, I can, I can button them now. They button, they have room in them. I could wear them out in public if I so choose, (laughs) but they're hot pink and (laughs) style anymore. (laughs) No girl, you better own those hot pink shorts. I love it. They'll have the tags on them. (laughs) That's hilarious. I love Mm -hmm. it. That's incredible. Probably I was definitely a large, extra large shirt. And now I'm in, I would say I'm a medium. Medium. Yeah. 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 You've done a lot of traveling since we've been doing one-on-one. Yes. How has, and I would assume since you've done a lot in just the short time that we've been together, you travel a lot. Cause I know your parents don't live where you live and you've got mm-hmm. cousins and vacationing. So how has packing and eating while traveling changed since um, coaching and getting more on plan? Oh my goodness. Before when I would travel, I wouldn't even think about, I wouldn't even think about planning for anything. I would just wing it and go. And then I, you know, you feel awful and you feel swollen when you travel and all the things when you travel. Um, but now, um, I think since we started coaching, um, I've had a bachelorette party. I've had a wedding that I was a bridesmaid in. We went to Florida. We went to my parents' house. They live seven hours away. And so every time I typically pack a little cooler, um, for the car, um, and I'll, pack like a lunch on the way here to Florida. I packed a sandwich, an e-sandwich for the airport. Um, I make sure to pack like a protein. So I have my bag of protein powder. Um, definitely all the fresh veggies that I can, anything that's going bad in my fridge, I pack yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, then I usually stop and get some yogurt on the way or whatever protein that I want. Yeah. And then usually add some fresh veggies to it. Um, and I've actually done that for my family too. I'll pack Emerson sandwich and my husband's sandwich. So Aww. we were all sandwiches in the airport on the way here. <laughs> oh, I love that. 
So saves money and it's healthier, right? Yeah, for sure. And you're going to definitely feel better. Um, Definitely. Did you do a Walmart or some kind of a order or go to the grocery store when y'all got there um, for this trip right now? For this trip right now, yes. We went to the grocery store when we got here and we um, stocked up on, I really like the Too Good yogurt, the vanilla. Um, So we stocked up on that. I got a little bag of quinoa and then I made that at the condo. Got some frozen uh, berries and peppers, of course. (laughs) I didn't get cherries. They didn't have frozen cherries. So sad. You can't even make your own bowl. (laughs) Have you done it with mango yet? I haven't done it with mango, but I bet that's delicious. It is incredible. Mm-hmm. I'll try that when I get home. I have, I have mangoes in my freezer. Good. Well, I, I'm going to have to start getting mangoes. So I don't know if you, you watch this because I know you've been on your, your trip. And that's okay. I went live <laughs> this morning in the parking lot. You know, I mean, why not? And um, I showed what I brought for my breakfast. because I take boys to school this morning for Wes. And because he normally does that. And then I went to the grocery store to buy things for my buds and blooms live in the kitchen. And so I packed um, the mango because they did not send whole fresh mangoes. They sent this plastic container with what I think would have been a delicious mango, but they cut it up way too soon. (laughs) And it's not good. It makes me sad. So anyway, I made the comment that maybe the lady didn't know or whoever was picking up my my groceries because I have them delivered that time. Maybe they didn't know what a mango looked like, but I will give her, him, her benefit of the doubt here because Walmart did not have any fresh mangoes out in the produce section. I think the time has come that it is over. It was a beautiful, beautiful pyramid of pears in my mango area today. (laughs) So it's over now. I'm gonna have to start having the frozen and it'll be okay. I'll survive. Costco had some good frozen mangoes at one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have a membership and all that, but I do Sam's and Walmart, and so it's all good. And we should be getting an Aldi. I would say, I don't know. They told us in the fall. It's fall. Hilaire, it's fall. Time for Aldi to open. <laughs> but um, I'm excited about that. So it's fun. So talking about your family, how do they feel about the THM things that you make? Um, Great. I think that I don't even know that my daughter notices some of the time. I mean, yeah, most of the she's so little you're doing so good by starting yeah. this so early. Yes. So she loves the banging ranch drummies, the chicken. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, she loves it. She calls it mama's special chicken Aww. and for it weekly. So we usually make, I make that a, a fair amount, I would say. And my husband has been so supportive and he, he basically eats whatever. Sure. Whatever make or he'll ask me because sometimes he'll make dinner um he'll ask me what what I would like for dinner and sometimes he um (laughs) um sometimes he will just make a recipe for you know I'll say let's try the meatloaf and then like he whipped up the meatloaf in the I think it's the first cookbook um and it was great and so he's been so supportive and he has seen how much of a difference it's made in my life and he has no no weight to lose at all but he um he's happy to eat what I eat or close to what I eat I mean I'll see him sneaking the ice cream at night and yeah <laughs> that's fine for him yeah 
but um, yeah, he'll definitely eat dinner and, and anything that I cook and be very supportive about it because he knows, I think he made the comment one time, um, I think it was when our two months were coming up at, on one of our coaching when the, you know, every two months it turns over and he said, are you, are you going to keep going with Amy? And I said, yeah, I, I am. And he's, he said, good. Cause I think it's really an impact. And, oh, so, and sweet. It, so that's so sweet of him to be so supportive. And um, I think he sees it a lot too. And like my mood and just how I carry myself and everything. So they, they both been so supportive. Emerson doesn't know the difference, but he does. He sees yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you say that dealing with grief and things like that, because I know it comes up, I'm sure it comes up time to time. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you feel like you have a better handle on emotionally eating now? I think I do. I think, um, yes. I mean, I so much am an emotional eater. I remember, you know, after Will died and people just brought so, so much over to our house and yeah. And I remember just eating these brownies that somebody brought over. And I just, I think I like five of them. And I just sat there and ate because I, I think that's something that helped comfort me. Right. And, and I am a very emotional person and I, I, you know, I think deal with anxiety and you know, all kinds of stuff like that. I think, I think any, a lot of people do. And um, so when, when I get anxious or, I'm overly worried about something. I tend to eat without mindless eating. I would say it is just snack and snack and snack. And, and that's my way to deal with it. But I think I've gotten a lot better at that. And when I am anxious about something or, or feel the need to mindless eat, I'll try to grab something that I know is on plan. Um, but maybe that's, like a little like salt here is what I would choose. Um, so like pistachios or something like, um, or popcorn, the, the skinny pop in the microwave bags. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Good girl. <laughs> um, like then I can have some of that and still feel like I'm mun munching or being naughty or whatever you want to call it. But it's um, but it's on plan and I'm still not, I'm not going to leave that emotion feeling icky. Right. I, I'm going to feel good because it's on plan. Right. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. Do you feel like your anxiety has gotten better being on plan? So much better. I think it's gotten way more manageable. Actually, um, I am on anxiety medications and I have been, I've, drop my dose in half and I wow I wanted to wean off but um it just hasn't happened yet I I think I've tried to wean off but the current medication I'm on is an extended release and it's kind of harder to wean off of those mm -hmm. um so that will be coming I think um I feel ready for that um but that's mm -hmm. all been since May that I've oh. been able to drop my dose and think about weaning off which I think is significant. Um, and I don't have the, sometimes I would feel like I would get mood, mood swings and I don't have that severe 
feeling of you get irritable. I, oh, I get irritable when I, um, say if I have so much sugar, I think it's the blood sugar change and the irritability that comes with that. It really, um, impacts me. Um, and my husband can attest that I have (laughs) definitely not been as irritable, um, eating the THM way. And I, I think it's all from the sugar, honestly. Absolutely. For me, it's just definitely impacts me. And so I feel much clearer, much more level-headed and my anxiety has been so much more manageable. Mm, That is absolutely amazing. Yes. I love it. Yes. Feels good. Feels good to feel good. It does. It feels good to feel good. Amen. Mm -hmm. So we will close out, but I wanted to give you um, time. Is there anything you'd like to share with anybody listening? I think, um, I think it's just important. Just keep going. Um, I know it's a struggle. It was a struggle for me at first, especially re I don't want to say restarting, but yeah, I I restarted in May and I remember the first couple of weeks I was like, nothing is happening here. My scale's not moving and, and it moved a couple of pounds and that's great. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wanted those, that immediate results. And I think for anybody wanting that immediate result, we have to realize that it takes work. It took us time to get to where we are, gain the weight, um, and not feel good. And it's going to take us time to get back, take the weight off and feel good again. And I think we just all have to give ourselves grace and remember that we don't have to be perfect. Nobody is perfect. Just have to keep going. I love it. Perfect way to close this out. Good job. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing your story. I really, really, really am proud of you for that and all that you've accomplished with coaching. I couldn't have done it without you. Oh, you're so (laughs) sweet. Let's go on by. (laughs) Of course. Bye y'all. Y'all have an awesome week. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, hit subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast listening app. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye y'all.